You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. After losing a heartbreaker on Sunday, the Flyers had a rare three-day break this week. We learned Captain Claude Giroux can drink anyone under the table and that we're able to enjoy our days more when they don't play. Join the boys as we talk about something a little different this week. Hey everybody, I'm your host with the most Joe Gazarian, and let me tell you, got my first dose of the Moderna vaccine uh, today, and it knocked me out faster than a Donald Brashear left. <laughs> I think he's gonna, left. I don't know, actually, if he's a left or a right. You're going to get creamed by the second shot then, Joe. <sighs> Great. I was I was down for a day and a half after my second shot. Like I, I didn't have any, I was just tired, just really tired. I didn't, I didn't feel anything else, just exhaustion, which after having it, it kind of felt like that a little bit, so... Yeah, my roommate just got the Pfizer uh, second one. He had like the chills and stuff, so his was a little worse second time around. But um, I'm Adirondack, and I don't know what's more peaceful: snowfall in Colorado, or like Joe mentioned, three straight days without the Flyers. That's <laughs> a toss-up. Yeah, uh, Mike Zawisa, and it honestly felt like we were in the middle of the off season for a second. I feel like I've grown to really appreciate the off season since the Flyers have been so disappointing over the past ten years. <laughs> Apathy is is quite the drug, my friends. Um, it was peaceful for a little bit, but before we get into what we're kind of going to do for this episode, a little bit different, we teased it at the end of the last one. Um, Matt, you want to take us through a quick word from our sponsor, buddy? Yeah, so this weekend's UFC 261 is sure to be a can't-miss event. Every punch, kick, and knockout means so much more with a DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the USC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this week's fight, DraftKings is offering all players a shot at millions, and dollars, millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, Fantasy MMA is easy to, easy to play. Just pick six fighters, standard salary cap, and pile up the points for advances, takedowns, and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Plus, don't forget about ba- uh, basketball. I almost said basketball. Whenever basketball? Basketball and hockey, where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs throughout the week. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right. Excellent, Matt. Excellent. Very good. All right, boys. Well, we mentioned at the top, um, there's not a lot of Flyers news going on right now. Uh, Hopefully the guys are relaxing and getting ready for this next slate of games. Um, Patty did speak with reporters, and looks like he's going to be good to go for Thursday and Friday after he took that Phil Meyer slap shot off the ear. Um, Thank goodness he's doing okay. Um, You know, Immediately when it happened, everyone was like, oh, my God, because obviously the the background with him and, and the head injury, it's not the same thing, but still, we're glad to hear he's doing okay. Any thoughts, boys? Uh, yeah, I'm glad Patty's okay, and I, I'm honestly looking forward to seeing what they're going to do with the last 11 games or whatever it is, because judging by what Chuck and AV have said, it sounds like guys are going to get some looks. Um, they just called up Mason Millman. To the taxi squad. <laughs> that name so, can't be real. Yeah, just absolutely absurd name. But he's been playing really well um, in the AHL. So I'm, you know, hopefully he'll get some looks, and hopefully they continue to sort of shuffle some of these guys in. I saw Wade Allison is continuing to get a look on the second line, so um, that's encouraging, at least. If real quick, if if Mason Millman's nickname is not the Milkman, I'm going to be very upset. Well, they have Mason Millman, and then they also have Max Willman. So, like, this team is absurd. Oh, well, oh, I'm glad that Patty's back. I, I hope just for his own sanity and our sanity going into the offseason that we see a little bit of, like, a push from him. He nets a couple, has a good little stretch, 
Um, just for his confidence going into next season, I'm glad, like we mentioned, that he's that he's good to go. That would have been a nightmare if he was out for like the rest of the season, and then that's the narrative that we have to talk about going into the play, going into like next season. It's oh, we can't trust him. Like, can't stay healthy. Don't know what he is. I just want him to kind of play out the rest of these games, hopefully on like a middle six role instead of that fourth line, and really see what he he can show us. So. No, and then I agree. who else do they have, Mike? It was um, Noah, not Noah Cates. Was his brother? His brother oh, Jackson, Jackson Cates. Cates. Yeah. Is he any? I mean, I know he's good in college, but I'd never really considered him as someone we'd see in the NHL. Should we do a quick little uh, tour over to uh, what is it? Hockey DB. You Let's take see. a peek. Yeah, he. Um, I mean, we got nothing else his, going on. So, so his brother Noah is returning to college. Noah's yeah. good. Noah's going to be a good player. That's who I thought was like the better of the two. I know he's I, the captain. I believe he is. Maybe they, they the could have their school, so. possibly signed his brother as a little, you know, wink, wink, I, I mean, Jackson's not bad. So he just finished his junior year um, at Duluth, and he had 11 goals and 16 assists in 28 games. So, I mean, not bad. The year before that, he had 23 points in 29 games, and the year before that, fourteen and thirty-nine. So I mean, each year he got better and better. Yeah. yeah. Wait, didn't they play on the same team? Uh, they might have. I thought. That's interesting. Yeah, they're both sure on Duluth. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, okay, yeah, Jackson is a little older. Okay, but yeah, actually, I mean, Jackson outplayed Noah this past year. But interesting. Noah outplayed him. The previous year, and then they had like pretty similar stats the year before that. That's it's kind of how, cool. how big um, is uh, Jackson? Jackson is. I feel like they're both like six foot. So Mike, what you're saying ja- is we have Jackson's the Watson six brothers foot. again, basically. Yeah, except it forward. We have <laughs> we have Sutters, a couple Sutters. Uh, Jackson's six foot one seventy five, and Noah is six one one seventy nine. So they're okay. about the same size. That's I think the biggest that they'll be for me. The Go size. Ahead. Yeah, you just never know what someone's size is. Like, I feel like they, for like the longest time, I can't remember who it was. We were always talking about like having them gain weight. It might have been like TK. Like, I remember him or like Frost. Like, I'm pretty sure they still show Frost at like a buck seventy nine when he yeah. came in the camp like two years ago at like one ninety five. Yeah, that's a good point. They they rarely update that stuff, and it's so it differs so much from from site to site. Yeah, and people are always like, oh, he's too small. He's Yeah, so see, on. I see Jackson here on Elite Prospects is listed at six foot 190. So, I mean, that's yeah. pretty significant difference from six foot 175, right? Like, Yeah, you're talking about like being physically mature enough to play yeah. in the bottom six in the NHL to yeah. being like a fringe skill speed guy to survive. Yeah. And Either way, I think that they're probably going to both fill a similar role if they make the NHL. They'll be bottom six guys probably I mean, to be honest they probably fit the type of like scott lawton mold if we're being completely you know they maybe maybe not you know the 20 goal ceiling that lawton hits but similar type of plays i mean we all watched noah at the world juniors and he just got better and better and as the tournament got to more important games and you know blocking shots killing it on the penalty kill etc cetera, etc cetera. so Real quick, one of you mentioned Wade Allison, and I sent this in the group chat. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it's a Bill Meltzer had a quote from Hayes. He said, Hayes on Wade Allison. He's a funny kid. The things he says, I don't know if he's trying to be funny. He works hard, enjoys what he's doing. Comes from a town of 30 people. Says there's 29 left now that he's gone. <laughs> Just so good. That's an awesome quote. So I'm, I'm excited for that kid, man. I, I, um, you know, I, I'm just excited to see what it can happen. I know a lot. There's a lot of comps. To, Scott Hartnell is the comp, and if we could have somebody like that back again, um, you know, the Flyers just be a, a lot more fun to watch. Um, any thoughts on the squad before we? Oh, I should say, uh, Cam York makes his debut tonight uh, for the Phantoms. Nice, so, love that. We'll, Would not we'll be to... shocked if if we don't see him soon on the big club. I'd like yeah. it. Why not? And then now's the time we've been talking about. Now's the time to take a look at your cupboards and and see what you can eat and what you got to throw away, right? So, yeah. I'm hoping Move. to see a plan. That's that's my biggest thing. Like, yeah. I want to see something that like makes sense like like Mike said, they start playing younger players to see 
like maybe who has a shot in the coming years. I get that part, but like even seeing Cam York for at least close to seven, eight games or giving Phil Myers seven, eight games in a row, especially if they're going to protect his ass, like, I don't know. I would even settle for like three games for Cam York, to be honest. Like, it doesn't have to be much. Like, I would just like to see what he looks like with NHL players. Just a little bit. We will see, boys. We will see. But, I mean, that's pretty much it for Flyers talk, unless I'm forgetting anything. Um, Anything you guys want to bring up before we get into the the fun segment we kind of came up with last week, I guess? Does it for me? Yeah, just a riveting series coming up against the New Jersey Devils. Or no, was it Devils or Rangers? I think it's there's a mix. They give four oh, against the Devils. Rangel, Rangers first and then the Devils? Yeah, because I'm going yeah. Sunday. Over, night. under, six goals against Rangers combined. Oh my God, yeah. That's Zabinijad. He's been scoring again. I swear, if I see him score in the trigger spot on the power play, I'm going to lose my mind. It's going to happen, but... Yeah, I was going to say, you better get, a, better get that padded cell ready there, Matt, if you're, uh, if you're actually going to lose your mind. He's going to score. But, um, like we said, we could do something a little different. That does it for Flyers Talk. We figured we kind of piggy off our discussion about Patrick Marlowe from the end of last episode. You know, the question being, is he a Hall of Famer, yes or no? We all agreed yes. Um, we figured, you know what, we're, we're looking for some hockey talk here. Why don't we go division by division Look at the teams, break down the rosters, and and bring up some players who, you know, are either just have a, a, a friendly debate. You know, this isn't going to be Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp, but you know, we'll just have a friendly debate on whether or not these guys should be in the NHL. We're going to do the Pacific Division first. Um, we're not going to do these like back to back to back. We'll just we'll throw these in. You know, where we where we think it's it's needed for a shakeup, but we're going to do Pacific first. Um, so right off the bat. Um, we're going to do, I guess, should we do Ducks first, right? Yeah. yeah, kick it off with the Ducks. Kick it off with the Ducks. This one, I mean, we don't have to talk about Getzlaff very much because I think everybody agrees right off the bat he's going to make it. He's got a, he's got a cup, a gold medal, um, over 1,000 games played. Um, he's got, how many points does he have? 981 points. He's going to eclipse 1,000 points within his career, so pretty much a lock to make it. Um, any any. I doubt either of you are going to say no, but any of you guys think he, he won't make it? I don't think that he won't make it, but I do think for so many years the NHL has kind of used that 1,000 games mark or 1,000 points marker as like a, you know, that's one of those checklists that you, you need, right? Like in the MLB, it's what, like 300 hits or something like that, or I forget what the, maybe not 300, maybe 3,000 or whatever it is, but there's like certain check marks you have to land. Um, you know, either aside from the hardware or with the hardware. And he he definitely needs to hit that 1,000 games. But I think in the NHL, we should kind of bump that up to, like, maybe, like, 1,100, 1,200 points moving forward. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. But uh, because, what well, Getzloff makes it in mostly because of the cup and the gold medal, and he's been a really good player. But, like, he's going to play, like, 1,200 games and finish with, like, 1,050 points maybe or something like that. Like, that's not mind-blowing it definitely doesn't put him as like one of the best players of his era i guess like he was just a very good player yeah i think that makes sense because like when you look at it i think that used to be the marker right when like longevity was probably a little bit harder to come by for a lot of reasons like just their bodies were so much more beat up um they weren't making great money so yeah that was another part of it um so i agree i think like 11, 1200, like kind of increasing it by like 10, 20% is like the new marker that people should consider. Now, as we know, old habits die hard in hockey. So I don't foresee that being the case, even though it makes sense. Now, what I will say is interesting. He's not on the Ducks anymore, but we'll get into the other player that we all discuss. Corey Perry, obviously kind of gets slaps right-hand man for so many years at 1,081 games, 814 points. Rocket Richard, gold medal. You don't think he gets Stanley it? Stanley so Cup as eight, well. Cup. Stanley Cup. He is 814. So I'd be willing to bet by the end of his career, he maybe gets somewhat close to 900 in maybe like 1,150 games, give or take. 
like 850 and not 1150? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be close to Perry. I think if yeah. he gets in, it's going to be like, I don't know, like, certain certain Halls of Fame, it takes, you get like a certain amount of cracks at it, right? And then that's basically oh, yeah. it. Yeah. I think I, if Perry is to get in, it would be like on the very last crack if he gets in. And maybe there's a weaker year that year or something. Yeah. I, I, agree, I agree with that. I, I mean, personally, I don't see it for Perry. I think he's just he's just a case of one of those players who was really good for like a short five to, five to eight year span even. Um, got his cup early, you know, had at least, I mean, he hit the 50 goal plateau like at least once, right? And then yeah, he kind of just yep. finished out his career by being, you know, a solid player bottom player and that's you know that's a fine career to have not everybody has to be a hall of famer even though they were a really good player but yeah i, I yeah. have a hard time thinking Corey perry has, has got it it kind of yeah. reminds me of, of for, for our philadelphia eagles fans when we just you know talking about teams that are horrible um harold carmichael he got in the other year um you know he was a really really good player in his time he was like a, a, a freak just a physical freak um he was like Megatron before Megatron and all that kind of fun stuff. And he got in. I think he got in on his last round. Um, I kind of see that for Perry. If he's going to get in, it's going to be the last roll of the dice. Um, he, I mean, he's gone from the Ducks now. But, yeah, that was that was his partner. Um, Ryan Miller is the other one that I think is definitely worth looking at. Um, I'm looking at his stats right now. He was a he, damn good goalie for a long time. He hasn't had a year below 900. He, he's a freak. He's an absolute That's freak insane. of a goalie. That's insane. Mike, this Mike, year he has... Read his, read his stats, Mike. You're the goalie. Give your I brother mean, some Matt, love. Matt was just... I have it, just yeah. killing it. Yeah, Matt's Go got it. it. So he has 794 games played. Um, 770 started. 390 wins. Um, 289 losses, one tie, 86 overtime losses. So win the loss ratio is not the greatest, but I think that speaks more to the teams he was on. Yeah, um, he has a, a time. yeah he has a two sixty four save percent average and a nine or excuse me goals against average and a nine fourteen save percent average career nine fourteen yeah just absolutely absurd. This year is the mean, only year he doesn't have. I mean, obviously there's still some games to be had left, and the t- the Ducks suck. But yeah, this year would potentially be the only year that he'd be below 900. I mean, for Miller, like that stretch from 05, his rookie year basically to 2010-11, he was. He, I mean, you could even extend it to like 2011-12. He was otherworldly. Like he, there, he had that pocket where he was putting up, you know, 918 to 929 the one year, 916 like. Just absurd. He was racking up wins on those Buffalo teams. A lot of times, like, kind of the only reason that Buffalo team had any business being where it was. He yeah. finished fourth in the heart vote in one of those seasons. He like he had he had he's gotten a lot of heart votes for a goalie too. <laughs> like, it's it's kind of absurd. Yeah, I think he's one of those names that because he just toiled away in Buffalo for so long, um, and then became a very good backup after the fact like people kind of forget about him but he's the most he's the winningest american goalie of all time i was gonna say him being americans actually i think that helps a lot in a hall hall of fame you know kind of case um i i could see him not getting into the the i he's a shoo-in for like the american hockey hall of fame but yeah i could see him getting that would be what you're saying joe like pushed back and back and back on the ballot solely because he only has the one vesna and never got any 44 shutouts I, I, I mean i feel like silver medal because he he's he's a no he's a no-brainer for me yeah for no sure. i agree especially because I mean, he's probably going to hit 400 wins in his career yeah he's gonna hit 400 wins he's gonna cross 800 games probably started and played so i mean that's good yeah i I'd, he would I be would, the perfect would, he would get the yes from me I, I would send him to the hall of fame if i could this yeah, next he would be the be perfect good. backup for the Flyers, but he wants he to stay on would. the West Coast. Yeah, I can't blame him. <laughs> I would go too if I could. Um, his right, any, wife's, any, his any wife's last... that actress. She was uh, she was in that movie with Andy Samberg, the Springs whatever movie. It was like the time loop movie. He was a fifth you know round pick. I'm not sure. Yeah, whatever. I'm not a big Andy Samberg guy, but yeah. Um, 
I don't anyway. know anything about movies. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any any last thoughts on the Ducks? On Getzlav? On Perry? On um, on Ryan Miller? No, this next last, one's going to be a lot of fun. Last right. thing, last thing I'll leave us with: He was drafted. Ryan Miller was in 1999 in the fifth round. Wild. 138th overall. Kind Absolutely of wild. All right. Mike, you want to do the next one? You you're, uh, you seem to be a fan of it. Uh, yeah. So from Arizona, slim pickings on that team, but uh, one name sticks out in particular. He's been kind of a journeyman, I guess, weirdly, in his career now. Uh, Phil the Thrill. Can't even say it. Um, Phil Kessel. I mean, this is one. I, I could see Phil Kessel solely not getting in because of, like, Toronto media kind of like holding, <laughs> holding his career against them. I could 100% see that because and his look, style his, of play too. His probably. style of play. Yeah. The Hockey Hall of Fame is in Toronto, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Toronto. yeah. He, I mean, as far as hardware goes, like two cups, silver medal. Um, you know, one of the better American players of this generation, along with Patty Kane and James yeah. Van Riemsdyk. Uh, he's yeah. got. You know, the the big thing that kind of hurts him is how his production really cooled off in his last couple of years in Pittsburgh. But, you know, a thousand, you know, 1,100 games played, 1,100 plus games played, and 895 points. It's kind of like that Perry thing where the, the point ratio is really going to hurt him because, yeah, he could hit a thousand points, but that's probably going to take another 200 Two games. Yeah, um, I don't know. I I, mean, I could personally... see him. I could see him doing it two seasons. So let's say like 160 puts him. Yeah, just under 1300 games. Yeah, it, it's the same thing as Perry. If he gets in, it'll be in the very very late rounds. You yeah, know, his kind of last at bat, and he's gonna he'll get in. It Again, is crazy. Another... He's 33, and he's played that many games. Holy shit! He's he's been a. Uh... I still my favorite thing ever is still uh, that that hot mic of Giroux. He's like, hey, you want a Pepsi, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> you drink your Coke today, Phil? Oh, yeah. man. Uh... I just I just looked him up, and the first thing that comes up is Phil Kessel, and then hot dog. So. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, hot dog gate. Yeah, he's definitely not getting Steve Simmons' vote if uh, Simmons is is part of the the vote. I don't even know if he is. I mean, he's. I, I don't. Is it crazy to say that he's one of the best Americans ever? To play the game, probably not. So. Probably not. <laughs> at least, at least goal scorer. Goal scorer, yeah. Five hundred and eight yeah. goals. I mean, this year he has sixteen goals, eighteen assists, thirty four <laughs> points in forty six games. And he, like, he, and he, he looks like produces. that doing it. He just produces. I mean, like he be he's, second he's on the legit. points. And flyers. He's one of the fastest players too to play the game recently. Like, oh, I, I do. Phil I has love him. Wheels. Like, I, I uh, love the way he looks compared to what he does. <laughs> it's it's perfect. 100%. It's perfect. I, I he would he would get my vote. I would I would vote Phil Kessel. In the I don't I don't think he's going to get in though. But I, I another case of a really good player who you know in years, you know the three of us will look back and be like, damn, do you remember Phil Kessel like wheeling around the ice and scoring from the circle? But you know, really good player. But damn, you know, just wasn't Hall of Fame level. I could see that being the case. Yeah. I- I think he should get in solely for the fact that apparently in his basement he has like a single seat just for himself. <laughs> what an odd. Like no one else. Like I think I, yeah, no. I, I think I, I yeah, I think I heard that too. Man. Just so he can bizarre. rip some Xbox. Absolutely he's got a he's got a fridge built into the side for his cokes and his Pepsi. Um, <laughs> good old Phil, man. All right, moving on. Um, moving on to the Kings. Um, this one's really interesting. You've got a couple. I think that are locks for sure, and then another another goalie that comes into the fold, um, Drew Doughty, Anze Kopitar. Um, I don't see how either of those don't get in. Kopitar has two Selkies. He's got a Lady Bing and two Stanley Cups. Um, Doughty, the Cups and a gold medal too. Correct. I'm mm-hmm. Not wrong. And a Vesna, I think. Yep, and a Vesna. Oh, not a Vesna. Uh, Norris. Norris. Yeah. yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. my bad. All good. Um, I blame Mike. Any, yeah, hey, there you go. Any thoughts on the two of them? Um, we, I mean, like I said, I think those are f- first ballot, for sure, fire, all Hall of Famers. Drew Doughty is potentially one of the best examples of, like, a guy who just took the league by 
absolute like hurricane storm through the first like handful of years of his career and like made his entire uh reputation off of those years because he has not been good for like the last four years of his career three years of his career he plays like 40 minutes a night yeah but he doesn't do it well at least recently yeah, and I, mean, I don't know I much think about outside this. of this season. I think, like Mike said, recently he has not been, yeah, the player he was. But his name and like he'll still get like yeah. Norse votes this year, like yeah. regardless of how he plays, he'll always get Norse yeah. votes. So that and that'll hardware, probably be enough. Yeah, and the hardware. reputation proceeds. The point percentage is is pretty solid. Um, yeah, yeah, he's always yeah. been able to put up good points regardless of his play. Analytically speaking, defensively speaking, um, so I, I imagine. Kopitar. I mean, same case: two cups, two selkies, couple selkies. I think right there, two cups, two selkies. I think you're in. That's pretty solid, yeah. And the fact that he he'll hit a thousand points if he hasn't already, and he's Slovenian, which I think also yeah, helps. He's you know, not from, for a pioneer, a pioneer, yeah, absolutely, Joe. Call a big, big hockey country i mean they play plenty of hockey in slovenia but they've also played a ton of soccer so yeah never um, quick. had a sorry matt go ahead no, we're, we're go gonna ahead. move on to quick so you go ahead mike we'll keep uh, it i was just that, gonna yeah. say kobatar never had a hundred point season not that that's a prerequisite or anything like that that's surprising uh, what was the, the most point scoring year was 35 92 points in 2017-18 all right Damn. that was, was one of the years he won selkie that's good it's good but i'm just yeah. saying it's uh i think that's is that the year he beat Giroux out for the third yeah. place? Yep. Yeah. That's Giroux. the year he beat Giroux out for the third place. Uh, yeah, votes. Giroux had, what, he was just second to make David in points yeah. that year? Yeah, yeah that's 101 and 102 points. Yeah, Dragged that outrageous. team to the playoffs. It's like 102. <laughs> capped, capped off the, the season with a with just a hat-trick. absolute hat-trick domination over the Rangers. Yeah. And Hank was goalie. True. The, the, one, the one thing that I always, that used to bother me about Kopitar was that uh, Sutter always used to say, you know, oh, oh, the league wouldn't even, you know, the league wouldn't be ready to see what he's like if we let him off the hook. Like, if we let him off the chain, if we let him, like, Then why are you just more. let him off the chain? And, and that's what I would always be like. I would always be like, why would you just not, like, because that means nothing to me. You're telling me he could be even better if you used him differently? Like, that why are you telling me? Sounds like I heard. Coach, eh? So, that always, that always kind of annoyed me. But, uh, yeah. Well, as you'll, we you'll see now with Sutter, he's... He's reduced Matthew Kachuk, Johnny Gaudreau, like all their best players playing time. So yeah, he obviously he's the eagle from the Muppet, that guy that that's uh, stands yeah. in the balcony. He's that he, guy. He, he gives me the vibes of like a Babcock, like Bab Babcock vibe of like he wants everyone to know that he's the most superior person in the room. So yeah. he has to drop everyone down. Like, oh, you think you're a really good player? Okay, I'm going to play you two less minutes a night. Yeah, Sutter, Just Babcock, because. Howie Roseman, the three of them. Let's let's oh, tank them all. Real quick, did you guys see that thing going around on Twitter where it was Mike Babcock? It's fu- it's fake Mike Babcock explaining why he scratched Patrick Marlowe before the game. Nah, <laughs> before the game where he tied Gordy Howe. It's hilarious. It's it's worth a watch. Um, someone dubbed the the voice. It's it's funny. Um, but yeah, let's let's give give it a watch when you guys have a chance. Uh, Matt, you want to get us into quick then, buddy? Yeah, so it's kind of funny because the numbers are eerily similar to Ryan Miller. 241 mm-hmm. goals against, 913 save percent average, 10 more shutouts at 54 than Ryan Miller. Granted, it's in about 130 less games um, pl- games played. So that's about season and a half um, of games there that he still has to kind of catch up to where Ryan Miller is. I guess it's all dependent on how much he's still in love with the game of hockey. Does I'm not really sure. I mean, is he like the bona fide still number one for the Kings or is he kind of like a one a to one B scenario for them? I think it's kind of one a one B I guess. He's only played 19 years. games this year. Yeah. He this played year 42. He had... Yeah. He played 42 last year, 46 the year before. So 16-17, he lost out on a good number of games, I guess, to injury. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, he's in the same boat. Like, outside of his very first season, and then in 2018-2019, he hasn't had a year below 
below 900 like that's that's crazy consistency he, he had that stretch too from like 2012 2011 12 or even 2010 11 until like i mean you can take it all the way up to like 2017 where he was just 9 918 929 902 915 918 919 921 i mean he was so good that that is wild and that's wild just the saves he he would the other thing that's really gonna help his case highlight real saves like he had some unbelievable athletic saves glove saves just in big moments in the playoffs yeah yeah he was he was stealing games in the playoffs. He he was otherworldly, otherworldly in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. He he, had, he he's one he of those guys. He had a nine forty six the their first cup year. A nine forty six in the playoffs. And that's when they won the. Um, that's that when they were the eight seed and they the eight seed and they they creamed everybody. Didn't they Last, sweep the first seed Canucks that year? Uh, was, yeah, that I was think, AV's Canucks. It might have yeah, been, and yeah, then they bounce because they always talk about in spit and chicklets. They bounce the Coyotes, and apparently they yeah. would just go out. The Coyotes and get in the final, yeah, yeah. They would get housed after like every single series because they always <laughs> they always swept the team, so they had like yeah four to six like six days off before the next series. That's Mike Richards and Jeff Carter. Uh, they, oh, jeez, uh, <laughs> what dry island? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do. For me, man, Jonathan Quick, he. He he was fantastic. I was going to ask you guys, what do you think about him as a as a potential backup? He's he's, he's thirty five. I didn't realize he's thirty five. I'm not sure, he, I don't, I don't yeah, I'm not sure how much he there. has left. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I'm interested to see. I don't want to get too off topic, but I am interested to see what they do if they bring back Elliot after the season or not. So I, I, I think, think you got to move on. Yeah, I think you yeah. have to move on. He's how old is Elliot now? Thirty seven. Let me double check. He's like thirty six. Thirty five. Yeah. Thirty five. Elliot is. He's 36, so he's only a year older than Quick. Um, yeah, I I think it's it's time you know bring bring somebody else in, but we'll we'll see. Oh, yeah. But Jonathan Quick, um, just give me your yes or no, uh, Matt Hall of Fame, Jonathan Quick. Crosses 700 games played, and I I say yes. Mike yeah, Hall of Fame. I, I think I think I gotta go yes. I go yes as well. I think his his the other thing with Hall of Fame cases is is story, right? What is the story of your career? And Jonathan Quick has a great one. <laughs> his his story is fantastic. Um, it's it's he's, he's got a great case to be made. You know what helps him too? Hmm. Super unique style. Yes. stylistically. Uh, you know. I, so I was going to say when we first start talking, I I don't think I've seen a goalie play like him before. Yeah, yeah. The I mean, he, story, yeah. Yeah. All Agreed. right. Moving on. Next up, we got Calgary. Um, Really, it's this was kind of tough. Um, there's only one that really sticks out, and that's that's Mark Giordano. Um, he's got a Norris, 938 games played, 506 points. Um, he's a terrific defender. Probably, maybe. I mean, I would I would think maybe, but I don't know. He doesn't have any hardware other than that one Norris. So I, I think what helps him is he got the Norris so late in his career, which kind of speaks to like his play not dropping off the longevity, right? Like we talk about a Corey Perry or we talk about even a Marlowe, even though he's probably going to be in there, his play dropped off pretty significantly at the end of his career as he continued to amass games. Whereas he's still that bona fide number one defenseman for, for the Calgary flame. So, but again, that, that takes the non-traditional hockey mindset to kind of recognize that. So I'm not really sure if, if uh, the Canadian, Writers have it in them. I, I think I have to go. No, on Giordano, and that pains me because I like Giordano a lot. Um, I think it's from kind of my own view, and then also I agree. Like from the traditional hockey standpoint, I don't think he gets it. No cup. He, it, the point percentage isn't bad for a defenseman at all. Um, and he had. He had that one season a couple years ago where he had 74 points. Like, that is absolutely absurd for Mark Giordano. Did you ever think of Mark Giordano scoring 74 points? Um, so, I mean, that's that's huge for him. But, like, I think without the cup, the fact that... He will get 1,000 games, so... He will get 1,000 games. I think part of it, too, is, like, for me, 
I never looked at Mark Giordano as like a, this is the defenseman I want on my team to put us over the top or like to build around. Like, I think he's a great defenseman, but like in the same era, you have Eric Carlson, Brent Burns, Drew Doughty, uh, you know, you could name a couple. And I think that I would, Duncan Keith even, I think I would put all those guys on my team before I put Giordano. I don't yeah, know. I agree. Maybe, maybe not Dowdy, but it because of the way Dowdy's played recently. But like, I and I love Mark Giordano too. But again, another case of just a really good player in an era who doesn't have to be a Hall of Famer. He was just a really good defenseman. Here's that's, the thing. That's my take. So I agree with everything you guys said. He was undrafted. That's going to help a shit ton. Undrafted. Story. The story, man. I'm telling you, it's all about narrative. What's your narrative? Didn't and he go undrafted to for a year? Also? Yeah, and then he did. The thing with, over. with Mark he Giordano, did. nobody heard about him, at least on the East Coast, until like seven years ago. Like there was not a peep about yeah. him. And then everybody was like, oh my God, this is the most underrated guy in the entire league. And then he won the Norris, undrafted, wins the Norris, captains the Flames. But see, that's it right there that this guy is so underrated. Like, to me, that actually works against you as a, as a Hall of Fame case. And I think that's messed up. You can't be underrated. Yeah. yeah, you can't be underrated. You have to be one of the clear cut. This guy is he's a game 37. changer. 37. Yeah, I don't think he's got much left in the tank either. Which is, Matt, you're so right. To be 35 or 34 and win your first Norris, your first major award, that is absurd. He's got, I mean, he's got eight goals and 15 assists. He's minus five. Yeah, like imagine Provi twelve years from now. Yeah, walks yeah. himself into a <laughs> into a, a Norris. Holy a seventy, a, a point per game uh, season at age thirty four <laughs> is is absolutely unreal. I I don't I he probably doesn't get in, but if you I think there you can make a case. You can make a pretty strong mm-hmm. case for it. Um, the uh, Johnny Hockey, maybe, but he's too early, too early to tell. Plus, he's going to be a flyer in the summer anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but um, too early, too early good luck with guys getting into the Hall of Fame, too, though, surprisingly. Yeah, yeah it's true. We've had, we've had some good ones. Um, moving on, let's go to the other side of Alberta, McDavid and Dreisaitl for the Oilers. Um, McDavid, obviously, I don't think we need to talk about that at all. Dreisaitl, um I think it helps that he's German, and also he puts up, you know, a gajillion points. So he's going to yeah. get into, as long as everything stays the same, you yeah. know, he'll yeah. get in. Even if they don't win a cup, both of them, I think, are getting in just by, by their points. They'll be totals. one of the, like, one of the most dynamic duos of all time, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's like that's like a Gretzky-Curry combo right there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm about to toss something at you, boys, because I just came to mind with the goalie talk. Mike... Smith. No, I knew it. Yeah, you're gonna do Let's that. Do it. Yes, I, I am all in. We're just gonna all talk in. about it. All in. Thirty-nine the, the, the years. Listeners can't see, but I have pushed my chips into the middle of the table. <laughs> Thirty-nine years old. Six hundred thirty-four games played. Six hundred eleven started. Two hundred seventy-eight wins. Two hundred fifty-two losses. Seventy-six <laughs> overtime losses. So he doesn't have more wins than losses. 270 goals against, not going to get it done, but a 9.12 or 0.91, I can't even say, 0.912 save percent average. He's having an extremely good year this year. Bring me Mike Smith. He is having a good year. He's a 9.923 save percent average at 39 years old, starting 24 games this year. And we we talked, real quick, we talked about how um, Quick got hot and he got hot in those 2012 playoffs. Um, I'm pretty sure Mike Smith is the reason the Coyotes made it that far. Yeah, because yeah. Mike Smith only has three off. years. He only has three years where he's below 900. So his third season in Tampa, apparently, apparently he played in Tampa Bay, um, an 8.99 in Tampa. So two of those years were in Tampa. I'm not sure if that team was bad. 2007, 2008, and 2009, um, or 2010, 2011. Excuse me. But and then the, most recently with Calgary. 898. So only three Oof. of his. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Matt. Go. Sorry. Only three seasons he had below 900. So 2011-2012 save percentage. Anybody want to guess? It was the the 944 in the playoffs. It's, yeah, he's got a 930 yeah. for the for the year. For that year, yeah. yeah. He was he was unreal that year because that was the thing. The Eight Flyers shutouts. chose Brzezgalov instead of him, or the the Flyers chose Brzezgalov and then he went to replace Brzezgalov in Phoenix, and they had a great year. 
So, yeah, man. I mean, he's not a Hall of Famer, but not very good. No, no, Mike Mike Smith is, in my opinion, definitively not a Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, just, I had another, to throw it out there. Mike yeah, has a I mean, Mike has a grudge. He's got an axe to grind with Mike Smith. I I don't care about Mike Smith. <laughs> I I used to like him a lot. I think he's an interesting goalie, but um. I mean, he's got to clear 300 wins, first and foremost. Yeah, he's got to. Which. I think it's hard. It's tough, as Joe mentioned, with the story. Not to say that he would have. But, like, Mm -hmm. even if he was on the cusp. He he has never. He doesn't. You can't say that. Like, it's hard to say that you have more losses than wins. And then somehow you're going to be. Yeah, and tell and that also, to tell it to Eli Manning. <laughs> He's gonna I mean, get Eli Manning had two Super Bowl MVPs. It's true, so it's true. I mean, but with with Mike Smith too, like, is there ever a point where you would have been like, yeah, I want to build a team around Mike Smith as my goalie, or yeah. like, yeah, Mike Smith Merited. is the best goalie in the league, and I really want him on this. Team. Like, even his best year, that 2011-12 year. He was behind Jonathan Quick. He was behind a, Henrik Lundqvist. He was behind a few guys that season. Like I, so he, I don't know. There was never a point. He's where, not all, no. He, he's not a Hall of Famer. Would yeah. I like to see him as the Flyers' backup next year? Yeah, I could. T- At forty years old, do it, baby. 40, he's our no. He is our Dwayne Rolison. Let's no, roll because it. he's due. He's due for a bad year. He had the nine twenty three this year, but he had a nine oh two and an eight ninety eight the two years before. He can that, be our so. Dwayne Rolison, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Remember that? Remember that year? Yeah. Yes, I do. So and he's he's I like Mike Smith because he's fiery, he's he's just he's a competitor. Scored a goal. He competes in that fucking net. Um, yeah, thirty nine. Though a little, he's a little long in the tooth. That's a good one though, Matt. That's a that's a fun. I knew somebody was going to bring him. up. I'm surprised I didn't bring him up to be honest. <laughs> that's a fun one to think about. Um, the next one's going to be fun too. Yeah, let's let's get into the next team. Um, so the Oilers, McDavid, Drysaddle, both of them are locks as everything continues. Um, even if they don't win, they're, they're going to be good to go. San Jose Sharks. Um, we talked about Marlowe last week. Obviously, we all think he's a lock. Um, Eric Carlson, Brent Burns, I, I would think probably both of them, yes. Um, what do you guys say? I mean, Burns is really unique because he made the switch in position, too, from yeah, forward to defense. You know, a couple times. Yeah, and I think yeah, back and forth. I think they've, I think yeah. the Wild and and San Jose had him do it both different times. So unique, unique case to be made for him. And Carlson, um, up until the last, I guess, three years or two years, was probably the best defenseman in the game for what, like a four year stretch. Yeah, which speaks to the Mike's best point. defenseman. Go ahead, Matt. I was going to say, it speaks to your point is that, like, when you think of Hall of Famers, you're thinking of the best players in the league for periods of time. Like, Eric Carlson was that. Connor McDavid is that now. Like, those are players you're like, you want to build a team around. Now, injuries hampering the number of games he's had played, but the points are crazy. 620 and 777 games. See, he's he's another case of, like, that's he, wild. He kind of reminds me. That's insane. It, it, it is absurd. I mean, he he kind of reminds me of almost like the um the Pavo Burry effect, where like Burry didn't hit a thousand points, but he was so much of a game changer, and his like point percentage was so good as a forward, and like all these things factored into like the view of Pavo Burry, like and why he's a Hall of Famer that he made it in. He was a game changer. Eric Carlson, even if he, let's say he tops out at like nine, let's say, let's say the next few years are just really rough and he tops out at like 930 games or so, 900 games and hits 700 flat or like 687 or something like that, somewhere around, I'm trying to like, it's hard to do the math right now, but something like that. Yeah. Under 700 points maybe, but like 900 games played. Two Norrises and just like the sheer impact he had on the game, like we had a total resurgence of Swedish hockey because of Eric Carlson in part, and like, I mean, he was just a game changer. He's he's a no doubter for me. Um, even if he never crosses a thousand games, even if he doesn't win a cup at this point, um, he was just he was a special player. There are two Norrises, like by that. the way. Yeah, those two Norrises too. Like that's that means for two years he was legitimately the best defenseman in the league. Like no, you know, no questions asked. So, 
before, I don't know. Before we get into Brent Burns, I wanted to ask you guys, what would you think about Eric Carlson in a Flyers jersey? Would you? Uh-uh. It's a risk, man, because he's like like Matt said, he's been injured a lot. But man, it's it's a gamble. And I could you know just uh, tell tell me tell me this. Tell me you can't picture Jake Voracek in a San Jose Shark sweater and fitting in like a glove. <laughs> Doesn't shoot passes only. It's perfect. It's a marriage made in heaven for them. I love Eric Carlson, but I don't know if I love him for eleven and a half million. I was gonna say they would have yeah, to retain like half of that. <laughs> Yeah, it would be. Uh, he they got an eight year deal in twenty nineteen too, so that's a yeah, that's a how, long ticket, man. Wait, how old is he right now? He the craziest is, thing uh, is that like he's Brent thirty Brown, years old. He's thirty. Yeah. Okay. So he still he still has his you know but the I mean, yeah, late the, late prime. Yeah, the injuries are what's worrisome because I mean Brent Burns right now is playing at the level he's playing at at thirty six. Yeah. But I also yeah. feel like he's a different physical creature than an Eric yeah. Carlson. Not to say like he's a better athlete, but he's – I mean, he still is an unbelievable defenseman, just an absolute hoss, 6'5", 230. Um, no. I was just curious, curious what you guys thought. It's a big ticket, and there's a lot of term. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Chuck kicks the tires on that. I would if I were him. I would at least talk. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense from their perspective. I mean, they're kind of in a weird, like, rebuild. All their best players are, like, I wouldn't say all their best players. You have, like, Brent Burns, their number one A, one B defenseman, 36. They don't have a goalie. I mean, Timo Meyer. Let's kick the tires on. I'd sooner kick the tires on Brent Burns. How many more years is that contract? Brent Burns screams West Coast to me. I think Carlson would at least. Entertain coming back to the East Coast. He's already. How does the Ottawa. NHL not have their freaking contracts? I also really like Kevin LeBanc for San Jose. He's got a good shot. Yeah, yeah I like Kevin. What he, he just does. signed a pretty decent sized ticket though, though. No? Yeah, well they they. I think there was a wink wink deal with him and the. They bought low the on him last yeah. year, and then he didn't do anything. Yeah. So. <sighs> He, Brent Burns signed an eight by eight deal in 2017, 2018. Ooh, 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 ooh. So he's gonna make an eight next year, the year after that, the year after that, and the year after that until he's thirty nine years old. That's tough. That's tough. That's real tough. I think uh, time might have finally caught up with. Hey, if they if they were to uh, if they were to retain like. 20% 20% of that, 30% of that I'd be in. But uh, let's yeah. let's uh let's not get off track here. Yeah. Let's Brent Burns Hall of Fame, it. yes. I think so. I mean, he's I think both absurd. of them are Hall of Famers cuz yeah. at yeah. one at one point each of them were like like Brent Burns story the switch. Yeah. Yeah. The he's number of games had, he had back-to-back years of 27 and 29 goals. That's crazy. as a defenseman. Yeah. What? Like what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. He's absurd. In. I agree. Both of them are in. Um, let's keep this train moving, though. We don't want to get bogged down. Uh, Vancouver, um, kind of tough. We originally had Pedersen on here. And, I mean, if if his career continues and continues to improve, he, he'd probably be a Hall of Famer. Just, just the raw talent he has, as long as injuries don't cost him, you know, too much time. Um, but we threw in a little bit of a wild card. And we actually talked about it before Mike came in, and he, he swayed us to put it on there. Um, Braden Holtby. You know, he's a new Canuck, I understand that. But, you know, career 916 save percentage, 2.53 goals against. He's got a Stanley Cup. He's got a Vezina, Jennings Trophy. I mean, he's got hardware. Pretty good. I mean, pre- pretty good stats. Um, he was good for a lot of years in Washington, and those teams are really good. So, possible? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, with those stats, like the two, 916, 253, pretty damn good numbers but only having played 450 games he got his start pretty late didn't he because he was in hershey he for a while he, he was in hershey yeah because yeah. he was he was like behind like three he was behind Neuver, Neuver yeah. and phoenix copley i think uh like all at one time caps or grubauer too caps he was had behind, a not laundry grubauer, list of, of goals yeah. yeah he was behind a few guys um before he got a shot He's probably yeah. the best only, out of all. He's only thirty-one, though. 
Really? I always feel like yeah. I, I always, always feel, feel like, like he's much older. Than older. Than that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He got hosed when it came to the timing of his his contract. He had a bad year last oh, 100%. year. Thirty years old, flat cap world. That's tough. Yeah, he was coming off. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. Um, that hardware, I, mean, I think it pushes him over the edge. I think, I think. Oh, it could. I don't think it does. I just don't a think Vezina, he has enough games yet. It depends on how I much longer he plays and how he plays. He, he's gonna hit. He's gonna hit three hundred wins easy. Yeah. He'll probably hit like. He'll probably hit like three fifty plus. I want to say by the time he's done, he's got a cup. He's got the Vesna. He's got. And he had that stretch, that three-year stretch from 2014 to 2017, where he went uh, 41 wins, 48 wins, 42 wins. <laughs> with, with a, Wait for this. This is even better. With a 222 and a 923, a 220 and a 922, and a 207 and a 925. Damn. With nine shutouts, three shutouts, and nine shutouts during that stretch. Like, he was, he was, getting, he was getting heart votes. He was getting, like... I mean, he won a Jennings during that stretch, too. He almost won three Vesnas during that stretch, actually. Um, I, I think Matt's right, though. I think if I think it depends on how the rest of his career pans out because he is still so young and only 31. He's got another five years left, four years left of, of really, you know, still top-tier like goaltending. Two, two to three years of prime goaltending. You think so? Yeah. What did say, he sign for? It was really interesting because, like, that's what's going to be confusing to me is unless they split games evenly between him and um, Thatcher Demko. Demko. Yeah, I Demko. just don't think they were expecting Demko to to be to good, take a step that quickly. Well, didn't they sign him I after think... his really good playoff? And then no, well, they was... signed him this year. They signed him a couple weeks ago. Yeah. No, I know, but then the Canucks last year had the really good playoff. Yes. And then they signed Holpe. Yeah. Correct. Well, they, Holpe's contract is up next year. Oh, so. okay. It was only two years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is wild. So Holpe's going to hit the market at 33, having like played some pretty great hockey. He's, I mean, it sucks that he's not a free agent this year because I, I mean know. he would, would be, be perfect awesome. for Carter Hart. But I think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's got five more years of goaltending probably left in him. He's going to hit like a one hundred plus. Yeah, yeah. His, those that nine sixteen is unlikely to drop that far, especially because it's a nine sixteen right now. After him having a below nine hundred the year before, and like barely a nine hundred this year, so, so that you said he's got he's one got more, a lot of he's got one more year left on the contract after this year. Yeah, yeah. What's the hit? Do we know? Four or five. Ah. Uh-huh. It's, it's high. A, it's high for a for, for a backup, backup. Yeah, or a one B. Yeah, maybe all maybe right. they retain some. He's he he'll probably be a lock when all said and done for me because he's another guy you can look at and be like, oh yeah, for that span he was the best goal in the NHL yeah, for like three years. But all right, moving on to the last team. Oh, sorry, we should talk about Edler. I forgot. Uh, Alex Edler, nine hundred ten games played, four hundred plus points, um, silver medal, no gold uh, with with the Swedes. I mean, he, he was an excellent defenseman for a lot of years. I, I feel like the Flyers were always in talks to get him, like five, six yeah. years ago. They're <laughs> always Edler to Philadelphia. Um, never, ever happened. He just got his suspension uh, the other night for a, a knee-on-knee hit. Kind of nasty. Yeah, he, still plays, he still he's plays. He's got some snarl, man. He, he's a Swede, yeah. He, most Swedes, I mean, I'm trying to think of the last Swede that had that kind of snarl to his game. There's not a lot of them. Robert um, Haig, baby. <laughs> Bobby Haig. Um Edler, I don't think he gets in. I don't think um, no. he does. Just doesn't have the hardware. Terrific defenseman, um, but yeah. doesn't. Yeah, never doesn't a defenseman. You're like that's the guy I want leading my top pair. No. Yeah. yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on the Canucks? No. Let's move All to right. our last squad. Last team, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Um, one really easy one right off the bat. We can kind of get this out of the way and then lead to the more interesting discussion. Mark Andre Fleury, uh, nine thirteen save percentage, two point five five goals against, three Stanley Cups, um, and then he made it to the you know inaugural season Stanley Cup with with the King, or with the Kings, with the Knights. Um, you know, obviously they ended up losing, but um, he was the anchor of that team. First Hall of Famer, first pick. ballot. You know, yeah, it's over. Don, see ya. Thanks, thanks for coming. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, it would have been interesting to see. Had he not gone to Vegas, like if he had just retired after that last cup run with Pittsburgh, yeah. 
like what would have happened because he probably still gets in, but he his numbers were not like his numbers are very good right now, and it's helped that he's had a couple great years in Vegas. But like his numbers weren't like mind blowing when he was done in Pittsburgh. The three well, cups though. Was yeah, there was a reason right. why he gold medal too, probably right for Team Canada. I would think. I don't think no, he was part no of the gold medal. Oh, was it Price? Price got it. It was Price. It was Brodor and Luongo the one year, and then probably Price and I don't know who else. Probably didn't matter. But yeah, sorry, Price go ahead, started. Joe. Holtby. It was probably Holtby. Yeah. No, no I, I got nothing else. I, like I said, I think he's uh, he's in. Um, I will say this. Only player I have ever seen that had like a mental kind of lapse. Yeah. Like, I mean, like there he was... did. I mean, the whole team, that whole Penguins team, we've talked about it before. Like they, until Mike Sullivan came around and was like, hey, you don't have to play like idiots. Like we're just way more skilled than them. Just act like it. You know, that whole team was strange for a couple of years, but Flurry especially, like, I've never seen a team get more in a player's head in, in my entire yeah. life. And then it just doesn't seem to, I mean, obviously he switched teams now and he got out of it. It was just a really weird funk. I mean, he's he's very, I mean, this is, this is silly to say, but he's fortunate that he has those three cups because his playoff numbers alone could have torpedoed his, like, Hall of Fame chances because that bad? good lord they are uh not pretty i mean 933 good 908 when they won the cup decent then an 891 and 899 and 834 and 883 then a 915 927 good good and 875 not good uh that was the year they won the cup too i mean he only played two, the, the other cup he only played two games that run uh, and that was obviously would open the door for matt murray but then uh, 924 and a 927, 909, 910. So, like, but that one stretch before they won the other cups, like, he that that could have kept him out alone. Yeah, and, and sometimes opinion. cups, I think, can be overrated sometimes. I mean, you just brought up Matt Murray. Is Matt Murray a Hall of Famer? Absolutely not. I mean, no, he's not a Hall of Famer. In my eyes, yeah. he's not, but he's got no. those cups. So, yeah. I mean, he's he's got somewhat of a case to be made, but yeah, I think, I think Fleury having. Having those cups, he, he, I mean, he went to two other finals as well and lost. I uh, mean, you know, that that first, or sorry, was it? Yeah, the first run when they lost to Detroit. Um, was he goalie then? Uh, yeah, yeah, and that was actually one of his best playoff years. Yeah, that was <laughs> a hell of a series. That, that was an unbelievable series. Um, yeah, but he he ends up, you know, he loses that one. They win the next one. Then he picks up the other cups, goes to Vegas, is the anchor for that team you know, gets them to a Stanley Cup final in their inaugural season as an expansion team, he's in. It's it's over. Gets he's stabbed in the back while he's in Vegas. That too, was yeah, right? it's one of my favorite yeah. things ever. That that uh that, that gift. was hilarious. Matt, um, I think we cut you off though on Flurry a little bit. Go ahead. What are you gonna talk about? Oh me? No. I don't really have anything else oh, to okay. add. You wanna lead us on stone then? This yeah, is the I mean, interesting he, one. He's an interesting one for sure because I mean I want to say recently he did win um, the Selkie, no? I thought he no, did. No, he does not have a Selkie. He doesn't yet. have a he Selkie. He didn't win it? Wow. No. That's crazy. He's placed fifth, second, second, second the last four years. Oh, God. So, I mean, he's and 100%. And sixth the year before, or like, you know, two years before that. So, so he, like he's, he's, he's going to win one. I mean, he, he will get one. As the same thing, same thing yeah. with Coots, you know. Coots. Yeah, as he saw with Coots, it wasn't yeah. necessarily the best defensive or like uh, sulky year, he probably should have won. It was like reputation. Eventually, put him over the top. He's another crazy one. Ottawa took him in the sixth round, sixth round, twentieth pick in the sixth round, so one hundred and seventy eighth overall. Um, he has this year alone. He's got fifty two points in forty four games. Um, he's not that we really care about plus minus, but considering he was on Ottawa for a good amount of time almost a plus 100 he's only played 493 games at age 28 166 goals 271 assists for 437 points damn i didn't realize he was that close to a point of game um Mm -hmm. yes i mean point of game player crazy high shooting percentage 15.7 percent that's absurd (laughs) that is is he is shooting at 21.5 percent this year 
That's nuts. Wow, that's crazy. Oh, my God. He is so goddamn good, man. Yeah, I mean, he's, I didn't even realize his offensive numbers were that good. He's pretty much borderline a point-per-game player, and he's arguably the best defensive player right now in the league. Yeah. Defensive yeah. forward. I think, I think he, he, he'll he get the Selkie once he gets the Selkie, um, and if his, if his career continues, he's a Hall of Famer. He's, he's, he'll, he, he'll get in. Yeah, if he finishes at, like, 1,000 games and, like, like a thousand games and change, and then like a thousand points, and then a selkie, and maybe I would think a they, cup. Yeah, I would think they, they, Vegas even has to be. Two they have to be. I think like he could go. Two selkies could yeah. do it too. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I think, yeah, I think Stone right, is that, Stone is one of those. Yeah, Stone is one of those guys again. Feels like he's been around longer than he has but then you look and he still has been around and you're like wait he's 28 like i feel like he should be older but then you're like well 28 is actually not that young I, he's stone is such an interesting player well, but listen like, to this so i mean he's been basically good well, as soon as he came into he, the league what was the package they got for him i'm gonna look at not Keep great talking. hold on now i was you? just gonna say he broke into the league four games in 2012 2013 no points and then very next year, he only played 19 games, four goals, four assists, eight points. So his first full season of hockey in the NHL was 2014-2015, and he put up 64 points in 80 games. You want absolutely absurd. You guys want to hear the package that the Sens got for trading Mark terrible. Stone? I don't yeah. think they got a first one. Yeah, Mark Stone was traded to the Vegas Golden Knights uh, with forward Tobias Lindbergh on Monday. By the Ottawa Senators for forward Oscar Lindbergh, defenseman prospect Eric Brandstrom, and a second round pick in the 2020 NHL Brandstrom's, draft. Brandstrom's really good. Is he Mark prospect. Stone good? No. Uh, I mean, they talk about him like he's Carlson level, potentially. Right. I mean, he's a, he's a good prospect. That means Stone in five years he'll be player. out the door to the West Coast, so good for them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They just don't know how to manage it. It's, it's a good. It, the Brandstrom part is a good return. Brandstrom in a second. It's just that. They don't know how to value any of their players once they have them anyway. So yeah, anything just, Ottawa does is Ottawa bad. just is, is, is literally just a farm team for other for other other NHL clubs. I they mean, are do the you, Dortmund do you remember of the NHL. The year that they made the run to the playoffs and like I was wild. Stone it was it was literally on the back of Stone every single night putting up crazy goals. Pajot had, had a great hit Pajot had a good run. Carlson had uh, that crazy flip pass that was like a. I think he Carlson that, was filthy. That's again. what's crazy that about that was, team is like oh. any good player they get, they just trade. Yeah, yeah. Or the player asks for a trade. It's very, it's strange, man. It's I think a lot of it has to do with the ownership and and where the arena is. They've been talking about that for years. They need yeah. to just get it right. They they need to get it right. Because um, yeah, that team they're one goal away from the Stanley Cup final. That was overtime, remember? That was uh, game seven. It was Kunitz again. I remember that I remember that game vividly. <sighs> was that the goal he scored in the slot? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Jeez. Just rifled above uh I think Anderson's like shoulders. Oh, boy. Damn. Oh, that's who I kept thinking about, Mike. You 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 Craig Anderson. Craig Anderson. Anderson. Oh, that would have been a great discussion. You hate Craig Anderson. That's discussion. who it was. I was I'm like, not a the... Craig Anderson guy. Yeah, I was like, who's the goalie Mike doesn't like? And I thought it was I thought it was um um Mike Smith, but it's it's Craig Anderson. That's the Craig one. Anderson is not a Hall of Famer in my opinion, <laughs> no. but uh, no. that's all I'll say about that. All right, boys. Anything else? This is a little bit of a longer pod, but um, I, I I enjoy this. This was fun. Um, this is fun. We'll, we'll do it again too for uh, for the next. I, I, what division's next? I guess Central. Central. Central is that what it's called? Probably Central. Though there's some good teams in there. Obviously, the Blackhawks. That one's right. going to be pretty easy. Yeah, we can talk about um, how St. Louis. Uh, we should have had Patty Kane first overall, but we didn't. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Um, but that's it. Fly guys coming up. They got. Um, let's see. They got the back to back with the Rangers, and then Devils. Four straight the versus the Devils. Yeah, and I'm going till the Sunday game, so that'll be a lot of fun. Um, they got the Devils t- uh, tomorrow and Friday. Or sorry, Rangers tomorrow and Friday. And then the Devils Sunday, and then the Devils three more times, um, and then the Penguins back to back after that. That's the stretch that's going to get them into the playoffs. Calling it now. I won't be watching tomorrow. I, I told you, I'm out. I'm out. Even if they win every single one of those games, <laughs> I am out. I don't care. I am out. I'm too jaded to to be brought back on the train. Since I'm not going to be watching tomorrow night, because my parents will be in town, I guarantee it'll be like their first like 
offensive explosion since I don't even know when. Uh, well, it's, I'm just hoping the Flyers just, – just don't let the Rangers score, like, eight goals again. Can we just limit it to, like – if I'm okay with, like, a 4-3 loss or, like, a 3-2 loss. Yeah, under I, four. I can, I can stomach under that. Under four. Four under. Under four. So, that's going to do it, though, for Matt, for Mike, uh, for myself. We'll check back in with you guys uh, next week. Hope everybody has a great weekend, and uh, watch the fires at your own risk, my friend. Take care.